Mark Campbell. Uh, welcome back to the Trading Places Minute. This is the podcast where we discuss the film Trading Places, you guessed it, one minute at a time. My name is Tom Taylor, and I am joined by a couple of pals of mine, one of whom is named Mike DiMaria. Hello, Mike. A happy Saturday. It is a happy Saturday. Saturday. It it's is. very hot out today. It is. It's going to rain again soon. It's the middle of summer, the dog days, as they say. Uh, how is it like over where you are, Dan Lewis? Uh, it's the same as it is every day. Cool. 75. And <laughs> so for listeners in your area, Dan, it doesn't matter when we're recording these or airing these. It's always basically the same. It's always uh, the same. But it could be Christmas when people are listening to this. It's like 80 degrees, muggy, about to thunderstorm. What are you talking about? No, he lives in the land of Gleamanex. It's 75. It is. It's really a nightmare. <laughs> what does it say? It, 75? And people here live in a similar... 70, yeah, it's 72 degrees in your brain all, all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, now, it's people are bashing very... California now. Like, that's the thing. The weather? No, or no. What? Just the, the way that it's just coming unglued. It's like... Mm. Well, know, that, anybody... could be, that could be the rampant crime... Extremely expensive things and terrible overall infrastructure and standard of living and terrible yeah. education numbers. That could, but at be least hard. the portions are. Small. Yeah, the, well, the conservatives are right <laughs> about <laughs> California. I defy you to go into San Francisco and walk through the Tenderloin and not immediately become like Sean Hannity. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what just, will you see there? It's totally insane. Tweaking yeah. and you, you, it'll be like it'll be like Harvey Corman's rant. Muggers, buggers, and, <laughs> and, and Mexicans. And Mexicans. <laughs> buggers. Yeah. Buggers. It's pretty bad. I mean, I you know, I had my catalytic converter stolen a long time, you know, maybe two years ago. My bike's been stolen. Uh, pretty much mm. everything. Your car gets rifled through all the time. And my uh, truck, in fact, I arrived uh, to my truck uh, yesterday. In the morning, and found that the ignition had been torn out, and the oh my god, Jimmy'd on the outside, and it was uh, unstartable, and the battery was dead because someone tried to steal my truck. Good grief! Is it still the same one you that had? Sucks. Yep. The Ford one fifty. Not the one fifty, the Ranger. No, the same one though, right? The same one you yeah, had. Yeah, the silver one. Yeah. Yeah. Someone tried sure. to steal the silver bullet, and I and I. And I, I would have thought with a manual transmission old pickup truck, it's not really a big risk. People don't, but somebody, some, some, uh, you know, I would imagine uh, down on his luck, just trying to feed his family and buy bread like Les Miserables was <laughs> trying to steal my truck. That sucks. So it could have been a, no, just as annoying yeah. drug addict or something. I don't it's know. It's wasteland. It's, just, it's annoying here, man. Mm-hmm. It really it's is. A liberal Sorry, wasteland. That's a downer. <laughs> I don't, I don't know laugh, what it I'm has laughing. to do with. I don't know whether it's the any what it has to do with, but something's not working. It sounds like yeah. there's a clash, Dan, between the haves and the have-nots, and I wonder if there's a film that sort of addresses that and and sort of takes a hard look well, at. Uh, when I was thinking about wh- whomever it was of of any ethnicity who may who, uh, of any who may have been trying to steal my truck, I thought is there. I wonder is it nurture or nature? I thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he learn to want to steal my truck or was he just born wanting to steal my truck? Way to tie that in. That was good. That was good. We're a good team. Mm 
Uh, this is minute 17 that we're going to talk about, by the way. It's not all just about Dan and his truck and his bike. No, but there's parallels to it. It's just of course depressing and doesn't go anywhere. It no, it does like go somewhere. Maniac. No, no, it does go somewhere because this scene in minute 17 shows, you know, we can pretend that the stoop of the Heritage Club is just like the Tenderloin. That's true. What used to be a, a, a place where uh, Lewis could walk. Dan Lewis, right. see, in, in, in yesterday, the other time, and then there's right the there. other Lewis, yeah. Where yeah, Lewis you can now. take me for being a little, a little angry. It was this was this was yesterday that my son. No, it still. Stings. I fully understand. Okay, and, and like Good. like and your you namesake Lewis, right you are bringing your uh, your uh, racist assumptions to the stoop of the Heritage Club, Terrible. and uh, actually, you're not. There was no racist. Well, listen, there was not. I have no idea. There was not. That was more about uh, Lewis uh, Winthorpe than about Dan Lewis. Right. Or Danny right. Noonan. Okay, minute 17 begins with a homeless man smilingly backing away from a cop car before bumping into Lewis in front of the Heritage Club. And it ends with the cops chasing this homeless man into the Heritage Club and under a table. Mm-hmm. Kind of a boring minute. What do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, well, 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 what about that boring in the minute? There, I, I, I have in large uh, type with two exclamation points, inciting incident. Because we get this like over the head shot of uh, the the moment when uh, Billy Ray and Lewis bump into each other and drop the briefcase, mm-hmm. and uh, okay. I had to, I, I knew it, I knew that it was the inciting incident, but I wasn't sure how to define the inciting incident, so I looked it up. The inciting incident of a story is the event that sets the main mm. character or characters on the journey that will occupy them throughout the yes. narrative. Yes. Typically, this incident atoms. will upset the balance within the main character's world. And in that case, it is twofold. We've got two main characters. We've got Billy Ray and we've got Lewis. And both yeah. their worlds are being upset here. And changing their lives forever and in the in the end for good. For good. They'll both still be rich, mm-hmm. uh, but in a different location. And they'll still and be looking crack, good crab and, and the feeling lobster. good. At the yes. End. Looking good and feeling good. We'll have them both. With yeah. uh, Amanda Hug and Kiss. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, I, if, guess, I, I guess I'll carry the whole minute. You guys don't have anything. I'll ask. Uh, you don't shut up, though. You don't <laughs> shut up. If you, <laughs> you, if want you to... shut up, you'd let us. Yeah, All right. Yeah. I'll shut up. Go ahead. Say no, something. Ahead. No, prove oh, it. On. <laughs> I'm wondering about the doorman. The, 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 Billy Ray, I mean, at least to us, the outside viewers, and we like uh, Eddie Murphy, Billy Ray is clearly not trying to rob Lewis. He's being as gracious as he can, trying to hand him back his thing. Does the doorman come to Lewis's defense because... It's his job as the doorman and as a you know a, a of employee of the Heritage Club. Or does he actually think that Billy Ray is trying to rob him? No, no. I think he, I think he's just coming. He's just doing his job. He seems pretty he's responding to the rich guy though. because that's what you got to do. That's your job is to. That's yeah. where his bread is take buttered. Take care of this. As you know, as, as horrible as that is, he's got to go. Listen, you leave this man alone. Yeah, and this and Lewis could not be more overreacting. Yeah, like of as soon as before he even starts getting himself up, a he's already much. this man tried to steal from me. <laughs> yeah. There Those he goes. Men tried him. to have sex with me. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Immediately Bend me over this. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I like the whistle. The doorman's got a whistle. But see, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. He seems so dedicated to trying to get the cops onto this guy who's clearly innocent. Like, how far does his job go before he's like, you know what? I'm part of the problem. Right. I know I'm the doorman. Is that of the, the taxi Club, whistle? But- yeah, I it's the so, taxi yeah. and the cops. They, it's, yeah. a, it's a dual. Well, maybe the cops go around to dual. every nice establishment and say, hey, I'm going to give you this whistle. <laughs> right. Use if it any problems yeah. happen at all, blow this whistle and a police officer will immediately be there. Yeah. Two short them. bursts for a taxi, one long burst for a cop. 
And three right, short bursts you. if you need if you need some release. Some relief. <laughs> Wait, release or relief or both? Both. I need some okay. relief. <laughs> four four was four four short ones and a tie lady boy will show up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tickle you with a feather. <laughs> <laughs> Spray with Agent Orange. I got I got a ten minute break here. Bring that extra <laughs> bring that extra fluffy feather. Does he just take that into like the the coat closet or something? Like just inside the door? What, what is he? He doesn't do that on the stoop of the heritage. So Dan, part. so I'm going to be seeing Tom later this afternoon, right? That's right. Oh really? So I, I got oh, yeah. an invite to come over his house, but get this, I got to pay twenty dollars to get inside his house tonight. Mm-hmm. What kind of grease come? those wheels of friendship? I don't know. So he's got some. He's got some friend of his who's some. Well, I don't know what the hell it is. I don't know what I'm walking into, and there better be snacks. But I'm telling you right now. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give him twenty bucks at the door, a door that I've walked through many times without, without tribute. If you don't want the guy to blow the taxi whistle at you, you gotta call <laughs> yeah. So I gotta bucks. pay twenty bucks to go inside and stare at him and his wife and his kid. Mm-hmm. But there's some some guy that he knows is hanging around his house right now, setting up some art installation. What right? the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to it. I, 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 so at 5.30, I can go $20. over there. At 6.30, at 6.30, this presentation starts. So I get from 5.30 to 6.30, I can act like a human being and talk to my friend. <laughs> but at 6.30, I got to sit somewhere. I got to find a place in his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably because the- sit. Don't worry. Like a, right. And the couch or on the floor and listen to some guy talk about his present about his trinkets that he's going to be hiding around the house or something. I got to look him through a looking glass. I got to look at him. He's my old friend from Emerson College. Uh, his name is Eric Drysdale. He's mm-hmm. great. He's a comedy writer. He uh, introduced me to Stephen Colbert one time when he was working on that show. Too much information. I'm getting already. I'm just giving you some background. He's, he's a legit dude, and uh, he's been written Let up in the New out. York Times for his mid-century stereo panorama yeah. shows, which is what that's this what, is going to be. That's he goes, he goes to around the country uh, to visit friends, and, and, and people will host these parties mm-hmm. where he brings. he's got a collection of, like in the 40s and 50s and stuff, there was a, I guess it was mostly among richer people who could afford this stuff they would they would had 3d cameras back then like kodak 3d cameras high-end things Looking and they just used the like the, with the way people just would take snapshots they took these 3d snapshots of their boring lives <clears throat> and so now he's got a collection of these and the viewers and uh it sounds possibly uninteresting but it's incredibly <laughs> I, we went to one of these before a few years ago and it's really really cool it's like it's actually like a little bit like going back in time you're seeing these 3d just snapshots of like some random kid's birthday party or people on vacation in hawaii or a guy's office party or something it's like everything you would see in somebody's stupid like you know photo album but it's in 3d and it's beautifully shot and uh vibrant colors and it's a uh, it's very cool and engaging and it's only of rich people because they were the only ones that could afford these cameras back in the day right that seems to largely be the so- case it's gonna be like be it's gonna be like the scene from Quiz Show when you're at the guy at the at the, <laughs> at the little dinner when they're do playing the little uh, limerick game. Upper middle the class elite. to rich. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Charlie. So I'm gonna oh, go over yeah. there. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just start getting. I'm first. I'm gonna be twenty dollars lighter, and then mm-hmm. I'm gonna be talking. Uh, I'm just gonna be starting to get into a good conversation <laughs> with Tom. And, Shut up, and Mike. It, and it, and then it's all of a sudden. Oh, gotta keep it down now. The here comes the presentation. They dim the mm-hmm. lights. You know, this guy comes out with his uh, with his film strip thing. In a world. Yeah. And then yeah. my Saturday's gone. So mm-hmm. there. I look at things through. I, 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 I look at a bunch of, of rich people cutting cake <laughs> and, and and summering on Nantucket, all in three D yeah. photos. And then I go home and my and I just stare at the wall. Say, you know, sure. where did I go wrong? Where's my Nantucket? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. Could be worse. And Somehow. this guy packs up his trinkets. 
leaves with a couple hundred bucks in his pocket. It's like Tom and Jody have to clean up after him. Yeah. They got to uh-huh. stay up late and clean up all the glasses. So that's what we're doing tonight. Yeah. It's called a party. Party yeah. with a focus. Dan seems so very jealous. Well, <laughs> I would like to see to you, though uh, that does seem to me, maybe that's how you get rich and get one of those nice cameras is by bilking each Could person be. for $20. Oh, I'll give you 20 bucks. I'll ball yeah. it up into a ball and just throw it right at the feet of your feet before I walk in. Yeah. Yeah. Take that. that with your Show me some glass. pictures. Yeah. yeah. Where's my I, looking glass? I can already see this whole room is in 3D. I got I got two eyeballs. I got I got uh, binocular vision. What do I got to look at for? Keep your looking glasses at, away from me. <laughs> I got a Viewmaster at home with, with uh, right. the Jungle Book on it. What, what do I care? All right, Mike. Why don't you go over there extra early and then so you can hang out more with Tom? I'll just Mike go will hang be out there at the stroke no. of five thirty. Mike, I'll will, say, what do you want me yeah. to do? So we'll see if there's any photos of 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 Heritage Club type photos, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll there, see. May, there may or may not be. It might I'll be like you it. know. All right. My uncle with a crazy camera went to Vegas. Here's a picture of him with his big belly by the pool. Do that kind of stuff. All right. Well, Dan, cool. Dan, Dan posted a short on Instagram of promoting one of your shows and some guy shaving his head. Very oh, fast. No, just a comedian friend making fun of me and. <laughs> right. It's, it's all it was. Oh, he was saying that you're bald? Yeah. Where does he I, get I'm off calling you bald? I'm surprised to find out it's you. Yeah. I don't like people making fun of Dan. I'll tell you that right now. And I'm losing hey, listen, my hair, too. To the it's territory. I do a lot of making fun of others as well. Now, so. is this done with love? Or was it uh, sort of, I'm going to take hmm. that Dan Lewis down a bit? Kind of, yeah. I think it was done with love. It's it a friend of mine. Love. All right. Yeah. Uh, but he is a very, uh, you know, it's interesting. I don't know. That's a complex question. Sure. He's a friend Sorry of mine. Sorry, I asked. A friend he's of yours. Very, uh, he's going to be famous, maybe. Oh, yeah? His name is Devontre Coleman, and he's a very, very funny man. We'll stay close and to he him. He writes great jokes, and he's doing very well on the scene here. Nice. So you got to be careful, then. You can't go to him and and and, ch- and go bananas on him, then he gets famous. And yeah, then, you can't, and, you and can't be you, like, oh, Devontre, you're being a dick. Yeah. I would tell you some of his jokes, but I'm not allowed to say the N-word, so I can't say it. Yeah, Whoa. I don't want to do that. Now. Only, only Devontre can say it. Just say he the punchline. can't punch deliver lines. it. No. He's Chinese, so he can say it. He is? <laughs> no. I was going to say, that's pretty, that'd be pretty amazing. Don't tell him you're Jewish. <laughs> Don't okay, tell him you're Jewish, all right? I watched that movie recently. That movie Caddyshack. What? Yes. You watched Caddyshack? I watched it twice since we did that movie, since we did that entire <laughs> podcast. Yeah. yeah. And both times at my parents' um, house. I, I wanted my, my nephew to see it. I don't think I'd ever watch nephew. it again. I don't know. It's a really ever... good. No, it's such an enjoyable movie. It's just so I'll good. Watch it in like it ten is. years. No, yeah. it's fun. You just put it on. It's nice. I watched outside, it one minute It's a beautiful time. blue sky day with the green fields, and it's just nice. It's just good. There's hijinks going on, sorting your prayer cards, what have yeah. you. What a good movie. Speaking of uh, speaking of, don't tell them you're Jewish. Did you see? I just reading the news now. So uh, what's this? Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Uh huh. Yeah. Did you see this one? No. What about him? So he was post. He, he's a nut job, right? You get, we're all on the same yep. page of that, right? So. Yep. Yeah, he was at some fundraiser and they recorded him talking about COVID, and he was like, "COVID is genetically engineered to spare certain races." Oh. <laughs> he goes, yeah. "It's it's specifically to attack Caucasians, and mm-hmm. and uh, and and blacks." That would explain and he it. he said, but it spares the, the Ashkenazi Jews and the Chinese. Interesting. Yeah. So don't tell them you're Jewish, okay? Spares yeah, so, the Chinese, when, huh? Yeah. When you get crazy on the left or the right, 
we talked about this. You meet, right? So you get the kind of the, the, you get the Q the QAnon crazies, and you got the RFK liberal crazies. And when they get that crazy, they get to the other side of the sphere, and they and they and they're the same. It almost sounds like we should all just go that crazy, and then we'll all be in no. communal understanding with each other. No, it'll be we should all stay utopia. right where we are. Oh, is what is what it comes down to. I think you're probably. I just wish everybody agreed with me. Wouldn't that be nice? I'm pretty smart. I'm pretty even keel. I think everyone should think the way I do. All right. Well, like the all same of us movies. Have... Think the way same way politically. You know how hard could it be? I'm, I'm yeah. getting by all right. He so believes his uncle right. was killed. In a conspiracy, he believes that his father was not, that Sirhan Sirhan did not fire the shots that killed his father, Mm -hmm. despite there being lots of people there when it happened, and he was apprehended on the scene. Yeah. Cameras and whatnot. With a literal smoking gun. Lord knows what else he believes. Mm -hmm. Well, he he was was an environmental, you know, when it went the environmental way and agreed with a lot of it, but he's gone completely nuts and he's married to Cheryl Hines from Curb Your Enthusiasm. So she's a nut job now too. You can't, oh, I, can't want, I can't, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. yeah. You know, something about having your father killed in public is that makes you a little crazy. Just look at Batman. <laughs> Same <laughs> father and your uncle. He's just crazy on the good side. And you yeah. become a little, well, he went a little funny and funny in the head. Funny. <clears throat> By the way, as you're talking about this, these uh, ripped from today's headlines things, I'm thinking, okay, who knows when we're going to release these episodes? We as 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 of this recording, we have yet to oh. release even our first episode. And I just no. looked it up. Uh, when do you think we recorded our first episode of this season? This of this season? I of see. This movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. I well. Hmm. I would say almost a year ago. What do you think? Yeah. No, nine months ago. Nine months ago. That's a good one. Thirteen months ago. That's a good one. A year and a month. We've just been sitting on the first episode. That's Our a good goal one. has been to get to some steady thing where we can just start releasing these, and uh, it hasn't quite happened yet. Well, we said but you know what? It's still gold. Be fun to listen Didn't to. we say 20? We, we get did. to episode 20, not and quite then we'll the, start Oh, yeah. Going. So once, yeah, once, once you hear episode 21, that means that we will have yeah. been the pipeline has the, been opened. The glow of uh, online reviews and vibrant discussion online because the show has, has hit the airwaves and uh, it's off and running. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why there'll be a spring in our step in, in, mm-hmm. in episode 21. But of before course. we get off this, my prediction would be that Trump runs and, and has uh, Kennedy as his uh, running mate. What's also fun about this is the election is over. So I like, you know, we don't know about Trump being assassinated yet. We don't know about. Whoa, uh, whoa, it, whoa, what, what, what? whoa, You can't. It was talk in the papers seven months from now. What? Ooh, you Not can't. You keep but cut that out, my friend. All right. I mean, I didn't mean to say I meant I meant you get um, people literally shitting himself on stage you. and that ruined him politically. Yeah. You no, know, he shit himself on stage. Let's yes. stick with that. I didn't okay. mean shot. I, I don't think shit. it would he ruin shit him. himself on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He could shit on a person on Fifth Street. No he probably could. Yeah. On Emerson Street. We're still talking Tom about that school. guy. That's crazy. No, but Tom, I was in Boston and I totally forgot you went to school there. So I didn't really. I should have given you a map of all of my old haunts, most of which were probably yeah. not there anymore. I was there like last uh, last summer, last spring, and uh, it had changed a lot. But uh, yeah, you my, went back I... to Fenway where he saw the first. Uh, the first <laughs> I, wave I, saw, and... I saw the I second wave. I thought Boston there. wouldn't be very friendly to the tall. 
No, they seem to appreciate me. They got a lot of okay. friendly it's nods and it waves. Seemed, no, I just mean logistically. Eggs to the head. Narrow streets. Narrow streets. The narrow streets. It's an old English thing. It's going to be smaller. I went to old pubs in England and everything was tiny because you got a tiny pubs. Everybody was yeah. was the size of Beetlejuice. Little tiny churches. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, uh, yeah, a duck. Yeah. Oh, but the lobster rolls. My gosh. Uh huh. Could do a lot worse. I love 40, lobster rolls. 40 bucks. 40 where did you go everywhere. around? Where, where were you staying around there? Uh, well, in the new area. It's kind of, they call it like seaport area. Okay. So it's where the convention center is. I guess yeah. they were saying that you know, 15 years ago, there was nothing here. It was like, I was going to say, yeah, that was all yeah. brand new when we were, that's actually where we oh. stayed. And it was, uh, yeah, it was brand new to me. Yeah. So was yeah, I just stayed Mike? down there. Yeah, it was okay. I didn't go out much. Boston kind of sucks, to be honest. I went to like, I went to <laughs> like the, we went for, out for dinner in like the little Italy area mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. kind of saw some of the freedom trail. Like I, I was just like, I was just, I just was tired. I didn't feel like. I was. It was nice because the the our convention was right across the street, so I could just walk there in two minutes. Nice. Come back. They had five restaurants in the hotel. I was just like boom, 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 going to bed. When you're on trips like there. that, do you try as hard as you can? You know, you're there for work. That it's like a thing. You have some obligation. Do you try as hard as you can though to make it a vacation for yourself, as much as you can? Uh, well, these ones because it's a convention. You got a lot of people from the office going. Oh sure. And then there's like twelve thousand people that are there. Yeah. So th- those are just like, you know, you, you just go and it's very social. You go, you go out a, at night a little bit, but no, when I'm mm-hmm. by myself, you know, and I'm going far, I get a rest day anyway. So I'll, that's when I'll do kind of like some sightseeing. And then usually sightseeing is kind of worked into some of the meetings and stuff like that. So sure. Okay. Yeah. But I got to get better at that at doing and maybe taking like time off after and staying in these places that I'm in. Yeah. The couple of times I've been on trips for work like that, I've been mostly by myself and I've mostly just fucked off. That's kind of great. Wow. Sometimes you just relax. Yeah. Yeah. I like like the hotel room. This is fun. I would have gone to a Fenway Park, catch a, uh, maybe you'll see the last wave ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They'll tell people when it pops up. My friend Tom was here in 1990. My friend Tom was here here. 10 years after the wave was invented and saw the second one. Yeah, it's all the first one. And decided that he saw the first one. Mm-hmm. It was started by Indiana Jones and the bleachers. It was in the newspapers. <laughs> Him and Short Round started it. In started 19- by Indiana Jones. <laughs> What's his name? Munching Gavin? and snacking. Munching, Munching and snacking. snacking. Therefore, I should have some chips. <laughs> My friend, he smokes. I will not sell. <laughs> and France kids are drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a show. It's a good show, Mister Show. Oh, one of our one of our listeners. I think it was uh, is it Bill Turner? Is Bill Not Turner, one of our sure, scratching. yeah, yeah. I was I was uh, checking out his, uh, his Instagram, mm-hmm. and I, he was Talking in he was listeners. in yeah that's what I do yeah I was he I saw that he was in Toronto and he went to or and he went to SCTV oh cool he was wearing oh. a John Candy shirt. Nice. And he was, and then I saw him at like the he posted like uh, kids in the hall, like wherever the kids in the hall studio was. Oh, nice! Ooh, that's Very sacred. Cool. Yeah, I better double right check there. to make sure it's him. Just to so shout speaking out. Of, uh, might have been Bill Boston, Parker. Speaking of yeah, Boston and Parker. firsts, when I was in Boston, I saw the first oh, yeah. ever uh, kids in the hall tour there. That was in fun. Boston. The first time they went Boston. on tour. Oh, when they yeah. went on tour the first time. Yeah. How, how long ago was that? That was like late eighties. Early it 90s. was, uh, 
it was it was around it was I don't know what year this means it was, but they did the uh, the you know uh, Simon Milligan and uh, have you seen the film uh, Presumed Innocent? Yes, Master. His wife yeah. killed her, and it was like it was like the but weekend that, that came out or something. Yeah. Yes, naughty, it is him. Evil. It was. It's 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 Bill Turner, and he shows. So Not that mother's Bill, character. if you're listening to me, you know how when you post like a short on Instagram and you click on it and then you watch it and then the person can see who clicked on it and watched it. Yeah. Right. So I just did that now. So Bill Turner, you probably just got an alert that the great Michael just saw one of your videos. (laughs) It is now one 36 central time on the 15th. Yeah. So you'll know that I was there because he just got an alert now saying, you know, yeah. And he's probably telling his whole family that, you know, the great podcaster just now this episode, but there's a photo of him. At the John Candy Box Theater in Toronto. Nice. So it's second. He's at he's at Second City, the Second City. Him and his wife. Very Any cool. More updates of listeners' IG posts about other famous people that we. know. So he's on. at the kids in the the kids <laughs> in the hall established 1984. So mm-hmm. after our unforgettable meal, happened him on the birthdays of kids in the hall. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Yeah. Nice. Well done, Bill Turner. Just giving everybody a little taste of what it feels like to be in the spotlight when people are looking at you in the looking glass, right? Uh-huh. No, that's why you go on social media, I suppose, and post things. That's yeah. right. Look at me. Ooh. I keep hitting a wall with that stuff. I keep hitting, like, like just re- like even when things are pleasant and everybody's on the same page. Like, I was, you know, as we record this, the uh, final Indiana Jones movie came out a couple weeks ago. And everybody, hey, we're all talking about it. it's all cool on the Indiana Jones group and stuff. Not in that household, but yeah, but <laughs> uh, and it's all fun. And uh, I can tell you guys this because you don't care. But like at one point, I was like, oh my gosh, why does anybody care what everybody thinks of this movie? I gotta stop. I gotta stop. It's it's okay. Yeah, it's nobody okay. cares. We all just saw the movie. It's okay. It's fine. You it's and fine. Uh, you and, and and what's his name came in your friend. Uh... My friend uh, Jerry Porter. Yeah, my good friend Jerry Porter, who's been on the show. Yeah, he came into town and we saw the movie together and then I saw him up in Michigan and we tried various Mountain Dews and it was great. Yeah, it's, oh it's my God, so like 13-year-old, yeah. perpetually uh-huh. a 13-year-old child. It's unbelievable. Mike, I'm wearing my creepy camp name tag that I got while I was up there. Look he's at me. Uh, it's so creepy. <laughs> you guys, he's got a big wooden metal medallion on around his neck. Yeah. He's a, he's a kid. <laughs> I'm he's 52 a kid. years old. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> It's like it's been a good summer, guys. It's like Tom, every time. What did I, you did? We talk about the new Indiana Jones. We haven't. No, I enjoyed okay, it real quick. Come on, give us. I liked it. It's it's uh, it's not the best movie I've seen even this year, but I enjoyed it. I was afraid of it. I thought it was going to be horrible and bomb. Uh, the, the reviews hadn't been very good, but uh, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. It was fun. It didn't defend me. It might even be my possibly third favorite Indiana Jones movie. We'll oh, see. it might. You hear that, uh, Mike? It might possibly be his third favorite Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> Is there only I don't want to freak anybody out. There's, How many are there? There are five of them now, Mike. Five of them. So, so not Elite. his favorite. Dan, that's a big deal. Yeah. It leaps right over Last Crusade, which, as you know, is a very popular Indiana Jones film. Now, come on. It is popular, Last Crusade. certainly better than Temple of Doom. Don't tell mm-hmm. me. I do like Temple of Doom better than Last Crusade. Really? Yes. And controversial. And You're aware that's controversial. I am. I am aware that's controversial, and I the, the it's it's you know ninety percent based on nostalgia. Shit, it's the you know summer of '84. I was 13 years old. It was you know come on, what are you gonna do? <laughs> deny that? You're gonna oh, deny that? 
and say that the movie where the stamp li- the librarian thinks that his stamp is making this like metal on marble cacophonous sound and then he puts it down and looking worried forget summer it. summer of 84 you couldn't get me to think about anything else yeah seriously what are you talking about <laughs> all I, I just kept playing bless you boys song in my head over and over again I don't know if you know this, Tom, but the Tigers started thirty-five and five that year. Thirty-five and five; <laughs> those are two we'll numbers, man. Yeah. yeah, wire to wire, there, yeah. baby. <laughs> they um, brought it home. They didn't. See, there they was didn't something falter. for everybody. Oh. Indiana Jones. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, we were we were distracted by nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, I I would understand if you're also distracted by uh, Star Trek three. Uh, Gremlins, Ghostbusters. I mean, there's a lot shit. going on that summer. No, so there really was a lot, a lot of movies. Yeah, Didn't caught up on that stuff. That came the natural out? may have even come out then. I don't know. I think that was earlier. Christmas Story. Christmas Story was eighty three. I think the natural was earlier. The natural. I'm gonna say eighty four. Nineteen eighty four. Look at that. Ding, oh, ding, yeah. ding. Mm. You're I didn't care. I I saw the natural. It was already happening. Was Kirk yeah, Gibson hitting the ball into the lights? <laughs> yeah, pumping his fist, <laughs> giving those violent high fives to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he don't want to walk you. He don't want to walk you. It's all right. Use these. I, I have to tell you, Tom, about uh, my brush with greatness. Recently, I went oh. to uh, I did a comedy show up in Fairfax, California, on uh, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I did it with a uh, a comedian named Scott Capurro. Okay. Who, uh, you know, he's like the headliner type dude, and it was he was he's really uh, really fucking amazing. But uh, he was doing this, and you know, he's an older guy, uh, uh, and someone had told me later he was in Mrs. Doubtfire and a couple. Oh yeah, of there's something stuff. else he was in too. I think. And he and he was in. It turns out he was. They're like, oh yeah, he was in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Whoa, like, oh, get what? out of here! Yeah. It was Phantom Menace. Uh oh. <laughs> and he was the two-headed broadcaster for the... Get uh, out of here! <laughs> he was one of the heads. Yeah. The other one was Greg Proops. Greg Proops, I knew, yeah. The other oh, one that's was crazy. Scott Capurro, and I did a show with him the other day. Wow. And they cut his lines out. I think he... Or he does he does lines in a foreign language. Oh, yeah, in, yeah, in a, yeah. In a yeah. weird language or something. But, yeah, the one uh, guy speaks English and the other guy doesn't. I had no idea when I, while I was doing this show... That this guy had been in the Phantom Menace. You felt no disturbance in the force or anything that 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 uh, clued you in. It was during the race, right? Yeah, I felt no, during the pod race scene. Oh boy, the horrible, just, horrible it's a really scene. Really bad, ter- yeah, terrible. But um, yeah, I looked him up while you were talking, and it's it, it was Miss Doubtfire, and then uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Star Wars. And um, we know we had a. I was the second to last, and he was last. Like it was like the few oh, comedians. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so you're working he, your way up the ranks. He said, I, "I really liked your your set." Oh, nice. And I and I was like, "Well, maybe he did." Thank you, Mr. Lucas. It was fun, and so awesome. I thought Tom, you might like to uh, hear that. I'm I'm two degrees separated from uh, everybody in Phantom Menace. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. And the guy who uh, Jerry, right? Didn't you meet Jerry? His name's Jerry. <laughs> you <laughs> know what to guy. do. Find that guy. You know what to do. You know what. That to guy. Do. I saw that guy again. By the way, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, you actually know Jerry. That's right. He well, we talked photo. about this, right? Yeah. You you have a photo. His name of him is not you, right. His name is not Jerry. It's actually Harry. But <laughs> that's going to complicate it, things. This was a confusion in 
from 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 Eric or whatever. But impossible. <laughs> uh, I saw him again, and every time I see him, it's just like it's like I'm seeing it's like I'm seeing a superstar. So wait, how did that <laughs> like remind me how that Depp. all happened? Like how, <laughs> how did you, how did that happen that you a met him and figured out that he was Jerry? You know what to do. Well, it's because and for anybody who doesn't know, this is Howard Stern show. Eric the Midge. Uh, do we still call him Eric the Midge? No. I don't even know. Rest the yeah, Eric. Uh, Eric, Eric the actor. Eric That's right. Eric the actor. actor. He he. They had a phone call of him calling in to. Was it Henry Hill or somebody? No, it was somebody Johnny who. Frado. Was, <laughs> Johnny Frado, Johnny who supposedly Frado, had yeah. mob connections. The late Johnny. Yeah, this guy mob. Jerry. Yeah. You know well, what Jerry to do? Find had, him. Yeah, Jerry had called because he had gone to high school with Eric. The act actor. Oh, okay, act, yeah. Act. And then uh, okay. he had complained that there was all this like construction because they had to build an elevator for Eric, <laughs> a ramp at the at the school <laughs> and a ramp and all that. And he's like complaining yeah. about it. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then they got this recording of him being of, of being mad at the caller and saying, "Find that guy. His name's Jerry. <laughs> you know you what? Know to do. what to do?" And he was like, he was "It was calling, on the voicemail." You know what to do? It was, they, and it's a they, famous famous yeah. call. And then, um. I'm hanging out with a buddy of mine who just happens to, he listens to the show. His name is Shannon Vote. He's, hey. he's always like, when are you going to li- play the show? And he, so he always hears us and he's a fan of Stern. And oh, he goes, okay, you cool. know, I, and one time I'm hanging out and he goes, you know who this guy is, don't you? <laughs> he's just a friend of his from high school. They, they Maybe they know each other or something. And they're not from high school, but from something else. That's right, because he's Oakland. He's in Oakland. He grew up in Oakland. Sacramento. Is Sacramento. This guy grew up, but he, he lives near there now. And so once in a while, I'll be hanging out at my friend Shannon's house. It's it's rare that I hang out with anybody, but when I did see him, Jerry was there last time at the. They're having a little gar- uh, backyard party. Nice. And I saw him and I was like, Jerry, <laughs> I know what to do. <laughs> Very nice guy. Did you and did you address all of that? Did you like you're the guy? You're you Oh, Eric's we talked all you? about. It. I had my photo oh, taken with him. I'll post it. I still have the photo. That's you did. You, you showed the yeah. You showed the photo. We so were, you got to wait. Yeah. The year photo from is now. from when we're doing a Russian river. <laughs> we're on a float. Yeah. <laughs> That's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, so there. Wow. Brushes with greatness. Yeah. Okay. That's Why are we still talking right now? Do the do I the don't know. Well, I mean, one more thing. One oh, more yeah. thing for Dan. Oh. No, no, no. no. Oh. One more thing for, one more thing for Dan. 48 okay. my time. Well, I got, did you I see got a party the, to plan for. Just, yeah, just think about your friend and his 20 bucks he's going to make off of me tonight. Don't you have trinkets to place? Yeah, he's got to place some and you got to get looking glasses and you got to get a little... A little mm-hmm. lockbox for the twenty bucks everybody's got to get. I've walked through these doors f- fine free in the past. Not going to pay a fine. Don't think of it as a fine. No. Think of it as a as Even a more as a toll. Tithing. And what is it now? One more thing. What, and I was watching the the replays from yesterday's game, and they hit like three homers. Everybody mm-hmm. now is when they hit a home run, no matter what point of the game it is. They're rounding the bases, pointing at people in the crowd, like doing it's, shooting arrows. <laughs> and I'm like, it's so it is leaving me behind, and I'm done with it. I can't. And I understand the whole the whole narrative is that I'm not fun, and that baseball needs to be more like the NBA <laughs> needs to be more fun. Yeah. That's the narrative, okay? And I get that, and I totally get why I'm not fun. I totally understand all of yeah. it. And I ha- I'm here to tell you, I am not fun. I'm not either. Mm-hmm. If that like shit it. is so, so annoying. Yeah, and so dumb that it's just like nobody. Ah, oh, it's just it's the. And it it's, like, it's like the third inning. Baseball. It's the third inning, <laughs> and you're down by four runs. You hit a solo home run, and you're and you're pointing at people, and you're you're <laughs> shooting arrows, and you're and you're like hitting it's your unreal. chest. Like Everybody's got a little king. hand gesture that they do when yeah. they hit a double or something. Yeah, and everyone's like, ooh, like hooping it up all the time, and it's like, 
And it's like whenever I would watch the NBA or the NFL or any of these things, and somebody does something that's just like, frankly, their job. Yeah, yeah. you've earned your $5 million. Good for you. You know what I mean? And it, it, they would do so. It's one thing if you hit a game winning home run or you make a, you make yeah, a do what you want at, at that the buzzer, point. fine, go nuts, you know? Yeah. But like they do, but like whenever I would watch embarrassingly someone who's down by 23 points in the NBA start <laughs> fucking mugging for the camera and shit, yeah. I just thought, thank God I'm a baseball fan. Instead. Well, that would be a good skit. That would be a good skit to do that in your job, and just just oh, yeah. really show how ridiculous it is. And let's not even—it's sort of like the whole, you know, the tipping thing, right? It's like, why do you tip? Why do I tip the guy at the convenience store, but then the guy that comes and installs takes out the carpet from my—I don't tip him. No it tip. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You the tip the guy at the convenience store? No, you bodega. don't. But they have a tip jar there. Yeah, oh, the bodega. Yeah, so. Okay. Whatever it is, it's that's a weird example, but. It's still I like it. a guy. They, they, some some dudes will turn this like mir- miraculous double play, beautiful, but nobody celebrates it. What? What? Like why not? It was ten times harder to do. Well, they are then, now. Now it's all. Everything has to be validated, and I hate it. And it's one step away from now being the Savannah Bananas against the party animals. Right. I sent Dan a clip of this. This like it's like the, the, they're like the globe trotters. And there's no, a guy. There's that. a guy. Yeah. There's a guy who's on, who's at bat. He's at, at at bat, and he's he's wearing a pair of six foot stilts. <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 the and and before the pitcher comes to us, they all start doing a synchronized dance. And I'm like, and, and people in the crowd are just having a good time with their big frozen drinks and stuff <laughs> and and the and and the and the fat umpire he dances between innings and i'm like i i i i i want all of this to be thrown into the drink yeah and it's it, my issue is with it where they say they're like oh they're making baseball fun are they and it's like fuck off you don't baseball was already fun and it's all the yeah. way you don't you, it, it, the thing about the globe trotters i like the globe trotters by that was different i don't know why cuz i don't know it just seems like the globe trotters weren't trying to be like oh we're taking this stodgy, old, boring sport of basketball with a white guy and Chuck Taylor shooting underhanded into a peach basket, and we're making it really fun. <laughs> it's more, more just like, oh, we're gonna have, we have this fun show that we do. And yeah. skill, it was like, yeah. But Savannah Bananas are like, oh, this is like actual fun baseball, you guys. Ah, shut up. The, the presumption that you're just like, oh, baseball's not fun because I'm a fucking moron yeah. who, do, who, who has no attention span and, and nobody can teach their kid baseball anymore. Yeah, right. I'm so fucking old and boomer about this. That's all right. You're not alone. I know it's all right. Yeah. And I'm okay it with it. I'm okay with saying I'm not. I, and you're right, Dan. I'm not fun. I'm not. Yeah, yeah okay. Fine. Good. I'm not fun, Good. I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm just a big asshole, right? Or yeah, maybe I'm I have a, a point, yeah. but you would never know that. And I'm going to walk in tonight to Tom's house. And the, mm-hmm. everybody's going to be like, is he having yeah, fun? Are you having fun? I'm like, I'm not having any fun. I used to Why is Mike such an asshole? Yeah, I used to come. have legitimate fun in like 30. 35, 35 years. Mike's so and old I, and out of touch. And I, I'll come over and I say, I used to I used to come over here and not pay a dime and sit here and talk to my friend. Now I got to pay 20 bucks and, and, and I'm not having any fun. If it makes Ooh, you feel better, I'm out even more money than you are because I had to buy food and stuff. <laughs> I know. You're, you're the big <laughs> what a sucker. Nightmare. Tom is you're the 13 one that, years old. Let's just you and me hide in the corner tonight. Let's just and Mike is 75. And Tom is <laughs> and Tom <laughs> has average, been sent. You guys are normal. <laughs> and this morning, Tom was sent by this guy into the. Okay, Tom, now go in the basement while I set up my trinkets. Oh, I think okay. I'll put one here. Let me hide one in Sam's underwear drawer. <laughs> oh, let's go here with that. Oh, there's some. Oh, look at this one. Little photo of some of some of some ne'er do wells from the '40s in the 3D camera. So That's I gotta go here. And let's get this straight. So these are all photographs by some by the elite of society that could only 
the only ones that could <laughs> could could buy this newfangled no, 3D like moms technology. And pops. It's like you know, Uncle yeah, Jimmy had pops. a few extra bucks. He bought this crazy camera. We went nuts yeah. one summer. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, let's do trivia for Christ's sake. We're going to do a trivia. We're going to have fun. We're all going to bring lots of fun there. We're not posting this whole episode. Yes, we are. I hope. Jesus. Once in a while, you got to go long. Hey, listen. What hymn? is sung over the closing credits of Silkwood. Ooh, if you need any reminder, this is from 1989, this, this set of cards. Is it? No, uh, no. I don't know. That's the only Amazing that's Grace. Amazing. That's the other one. Amazing that Grace. Was, we should have gone with Amazing Grace. Yeah, yeah that's on. it. That's... Uh, what Canadian co-starred in Choose Me and Tightrope? <laughs> you choo, I think I know choo, the answer to this. Choose Me. I choo-choo-choose Jean-Vive Bujold. She was in... Uh, Jean-Jacques Rousseau. She's uh she's good. Yeah, I was right. I'm awesome at wow. this. Tom is amazing. I'm yeah. really good. Do you guys know Choose Me? That's a good movie. Alan Rudolph yeah. movie. You choose choo, 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 choose me. me. And there's a bee on it. There's a picture uh, of a train on it. <laughs> <laughs> what nineteen eighty five item what nineteen eighty five item has employees was Larry of King. Unita Medical Supply shocked to discover cadavers searching for brain food? I don't know, Tom. It's an item. <laughs> Uh, this is a pretty old item. It's for sale. It's you want the item? You want? Do you want to buy the item? You want to I'm buy just trying to give you the information on the item. Come on, sir. Item. Return of the Living Dead. I don't know why they refer to it as an item and not a movie, but Return of the Living Dead. What 1986 effort revolves around a group of kids accidentally launched in a space shuttle? An effort. Space camp. Space camp. An effort. Space you got effort items. Ask a movie yeah. question. Okay, yeah. how about this one? Oh, this one's about a biggie. What 1986 box office biggie has been called Tarzan's New York Adventure? Oh, uh, Crocodile Dundee. I was going to say, is that really? Has that ever been called? Well, I guess I it has know. been. That's the answer. Yeah. Is it the answer? Yeah. Ah, Weird. Tarzan's New York Adventure. Okay. Uh, it was a biggie. So I, and wait what? a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? So I connected that dot. Yeah. And I don't get any accolades, but you said Jean-Jacques Rousseau, whatever that person's name was. Jean-Pierre and, you're like, and you're giving yourself accolades. I think I that just, was a little more impressive than knowing the movie Crocodile. No, movie. that's if you yeah, said the sure Tarzan of, of whatever. And 1986, I New York, well, Tarzan. I give you credit. I, I wouldn't have come up good. with it. I give you credit, right. but Tom has this encyclopedic. That's uh, not a knife. Very that's nerdy. a knife. What you did was not nerdy. It was <laughs> and then everybody a, and everybody walked around the street saying that. That's not a knife. That's also, I didn't know Jean-Vier Bujold was Canadian. I thought she was French. Anyway, oh, what movie oh, that's is not a based... knife, it's a spoon. <laughs> I see you've played knifey spoony before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is based on the life of Baroness Karen Blixen? God damn it. I don't know. The 80s this are weird. A, not, it doesn't sound like a biggie. Oh. Out of... I, out of Africa has been on like seven or eight of the cars we've done, hasn't it? Oh, That's the answer. Africa. Out of Africa. I feel like we yeah, should do another one because that was kind of weird. Can we do another one? I want to do one oh, more card real quick. Maybe for fun. But for fun. Lightning round. Okay. What Pacific state is the setting for an officer and a gentleman? All I remember about that movie is uh, Richard Gere getting kicked right in the nads. Uh, Washington. Don't you quit. Uh, <laughs> it is Washington. Don't you do it. I got no place. I got nowhere else to go. Uh, what song is played on the bagpipes when Scandinavians Broar and Karen get married in Kenya and fucking out of Africa? Jesus Christ. Out of Africa. But what was the first answer? I didn't get it. What? 
Oh, first uh, Washington. Washington, oh, you were right. Thank you. I thought yeah. I was right. Okay, good. Keep going. Okay. I shouldn't have skipped over that. I'm sorry. Okay. But what song is played on the bagpipes? I'll say Amazing Grace, and if I'm right, I get a dollar. No, it's yeah. Here Comes the Bride. Okay, who cares? What movie was Jack Nicholson making when he stuffed Kleenex in his mouth to keep his upper lip from moving? Uh, the, the, the Batman. Uh, I want to say, oh, I was going to say um, Pritzy's Honor, even though I've never seen it. Batman Wasn't he like sense. a... Cause he had what a, do you he say, Dan? Keep his mouth I'd say Batman. That's a good answer. Oh, it is Pritzy's honor. Look at me. Oh. Wow. That's annoying. That's better than John Vio Brazil. Because his fucking mouth, his upper mouth did not move in Batman. So how could it not be? That is be true. That? But that's like prosthetics and stuff. I don't know. What's Norman's former former occupation in On Golden Pond? Another movie that keeps coming up on these things. Oh, Norman, you old knight, knight in shining armor. He was a knight in shining armor, right? He was a knight in shining armor. Right? He was a knight in shining armor. Oh, no, he was his was previous was occupation. Too actually <laughs> he, used to be a, poo. he used to be a young poo and now he he's was graduated a, into a uh, poo. like a college professor or something he was a teacher very good yeah. nice i did not know that but it makes sense everybody's a teacher when they're old uh what big 10 schools alumni are featured in the big chill michigan God. is it michigan it is michigan look at that dude that's my alma mater boys and one more what color undies does Marty wear in Back to the Future? Those Calvin Kleins. Uh, God, blue, purple. black, purple. It is purple. It was purple. And that was trivia, everybody. Michigan. Oh. Um. All right. Listen, I think we've done it. We never even talked about Eddie Murphy running through the place and hiding under the table. And yeah, stuff. we just All skipped the a minute. Lawyers just yeah, we, we knew it's, just, it's a filler minute. I guess so. But still the inciting incident. It's a big deal. Minute 17. Look at that. Screenplay's tight. Um, all right. Well, listen, everybody. Uh, I'm sure we have some sort of online presence and things like that that you should look for, but we haven't done that yet because we're way behind. Uh, but by the time you hear this, it'll be all up, and there's probably going to be a tag at the end of this episode to explain all that to you and to thank our patrons so we can thank them uh, you know, live, your Damanon Garzas, your Bill Turners, et cetera, et cetera. Mark Mattis. Uh, in the meantime, please have a beautiful day. Uh, pay a friend of yours 20 bucks to hang out with them, and we will see you next time for Minute 18 of Trading Places here on the Trading Places Minute. Captain America, Steve Rogers. <laughs> It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit. Hey, thanks for listening. You can keep the stone groove going at our various homes on the web. You can support the show and get some fun bonuses at patreon.com slash ditchdiggers. And you can find us on Facebook at the Ditch Diggers Listeners Hole, on Instagram and threads, I guess, at Ditch Diggers Podcasts. And you can check out the show's website at tradingplacesminute.com. Thanks. Now just get the fuck out. Shit.